Welcome, everybody, in the Movie Guys Verse. This is Jordan here, part of Movie Guys Podcast. We wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode. If you don't know what Movie Guys Podcast is, we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Tonight, we are doing our third year special show. This is for all of you here in the Movie Guys verse, because we wanted to take this time to say thank you to everybody. And tonight, we're going to talk about our whole year of 2018. And at this show, stick around, because we will announce the winners for you, the fans who voted. I counted it out. Ed asked me earlier today, and I'm going to just go ahead and just call my bullshit out right now. Ed, I was wrong. I did find numbers. 8,200 of you fans have voted for the best and worst films of the year of 2018. God damn, damn. So thank you so much for your 8,200. It was 8,203 something, but 8,200. Uh, got a chance to vote here for the past month. We appreciate that. We'll go over those at the end of the show here. But I'm with Eric and Ed. Eric, uh, Eric, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm actually going over the list of all the movies we've done uh, so far, and it's good to reminisce, just to go back of all the movies that were, well, disappointing and the others that weren't. I, I don't know. Ed, what do you think? There's a lot of disappointments. Yeah, I feel like this year has been more filled with disappointing movies than, than almost any, any other season we've done so far. Oh, God, we do got this year coming up, though. That's true, but there's always hope. That's that's the thing. There's always hope. Yeah, yeah, you you are famous for the hope thing, aren't you? Well, I mean, what else do we really have in life? Because well, there's reality or there's hope. <laughs> I, the better part is that at this list, Jordan, I don't mean to call you out. I'm sorry, but there are a few spelling errors that it, it make it seem like there's a different movie. So, like, uh, for instance, instead of Skyscraper with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you put down Skyscraper. That, oh, that would have changed it. That would have changed it. I would have. Hey, you know what? You remember back in the day when we used to do the porn names? That would have been the porn name. <laughs> uh, we did do that for a while, didn't we? Speaking of porn names, off subject, but this is funny. My wife and I decided to get a little more intimate in the bedroom. Right? Whoa, TMI? No, 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 no. No, no, I'm not going there. I'm just saying we got a little intimate in the bedroom, so we had a package delivered from adamandeve.com. And in the package, they gave us a bunch of coupons and shit. Okay. And there was okay. and there was this little catalog, like the size of like a mini Bible, you know, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. And it had all these movies that you could get for half off. Well, we have Pornhub and all these other sites nowadays. We don't need movies anymore, DVDs. But my wife and I thought it would be hilarious to get drunk and read off the names. And this is the end of my story. There was over 100 titles that we read, and we came up with the top three. Number three is The Private Gladiator. Filmed in the same location that Ridley Scott filmed The Gladiator in a 3D orgy experience. Oh, 
Number two was The Preacher's Daughter. Oh. And the Only last boy one. Who could ever teach me? Was the son of a preacher, man. My last one here, guys, and you guys will love this. My last one is this. Stormy Trump's All. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Topical. Right there. Right there. Please so, tell yeah. me she was in it. Was she in it? Please tell me she was in it. I mean, yeah, of, of course. Well, yeah, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was not part of the show, but since we talked about the poor names, we're bringing it back. I just remembered that from a few nights ago, and Stormy Trump's all will forever be burned in my brain. Um, but also what's burned into my brain is you, the fan who is listening to this episode right now, you are a part of the Movie Guys Verse, and tonight we have a great show for you, celebrating our three years of Movie Guys podcast and just more years to come. But first of all, we're going to go over a list here, just a small little list of some of the top reviews from you who is currently listening to this, who have downloaded. Um, Ed, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with you first. Do you know what the what the number one downloaded episode in January was? I unfortunately do. Unfortunately, I do. Um, well, I'm pretty sure I'm right. It is the worst movie in the history of movies. The one in which the review in which I shared way too much about my life. I'm assuming it's it's The Last Jedi. Oh, that is correct. The Last Jedi was released the last week of January of December of 2017, so that was re- that was the number one. Eric, how about you? What was the number one most downloaded episode in April of this year? Jedi came out this year? No, it came out in December, the end of December, and didn't get we didn't post the episode till January, I don't think. Uh, okay, gotcha. Uh April, April. Um let's see, summertime. Uh ooh, that's a tough one. Is it is it no, Deadpool Tool was more of a summer, right? Mm-hmm. Deadpool Tool was never in the top most downloaded episode of all time, believe it or not. Really? Of, I'm sorry, of the of the of the year, not of all time, of the year. Deadpool Tool was never a part of it. What? No, no love for Deadpool Tool uh, in the movie guys' verse, huh? No. Jeez, I don't know. Was it uh, I Tanya? No, it is going to be your nemesis, Ghost in the Shell, which was released a whole Damn. year prior. That movie does not like it. Just keeps on going. It does, doesn't it? Ghost in the Shell in April was our number one most downloaded episode of the year. And that episode was released a year prior on April 22nd, 2017. So that's something a little bit. Ed, how about you? Let's see if you know this one. Let's go towards the end of the year. November. What was the number one download episode in November, Ed? Well, it was our most popular episode of all time. And one which we have a few surprises coming up for the fans, but we won't, re- you know, release anything just yet in that regard. It's one of the teas. Uh, it was the haunting of Hill House, our most number one downloaded episode of all time. Mm. It, it was. Now I want to just talk about this real quick. I want to talk about the haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House is still to this day the longest show we've ever done at an hour and thirty-two minutes. We had a lot to talk about. We covered the whole first season in that one single episode. So thank you, fans, for. Definitely downloading that. But, Eric, I'm trying to remember, and Ed, as, as you too, 
whose idea was to do this? Because this was not on our schedule. Was it uh, Ed, Ed? Was it your idea? Yeah, oh, it's Ed. yeah, I'm taking full credit for that one. Yeah, was yeah. that you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I was I, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure that there was a snowball effect. I think Ed had mentioned it uh, uh, for during some sort of breaker. I don't know. And then uh, I remember I had got into it, and it, it took me all but what the first episode to get sucked into that one real quick. And then as soon as yeah. I was on board, I didn't really give you much option, Jordan. No. <laughs> Because a little uh, little BTS here, a little behind the scenes for the fans, I am in charge of the schedule. I'm the one that puts the schedule up, and everybody knows a whole month in advance what we're doing. And that week, we didn't have anything. That was going to be a week off. But Ed sucked me into it. Actually, you know what, Ed? If I remember correctly, I was the one that called you about it, and you're the one that just took it and ran with it. Yeah, yeah. you were like, bro, I saw this, epi- I saw this Haunting a Hill House. You need to watch... The, ep- the first episode, it's fantastic. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I think the next day we were talking on the phone and I had finished half the season. You're like, how the fuck did you get there? Mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, I couldn't stop. I, it was, you know, I just stayed up way late, way too late, and I was watching. I finished the season, I think, in three days. And I finished in like three weeks. So mm-hmm. – <laughs> um, that was a fun show. I had a great time talking about that show. And if you are currently listening to this episode, and if you've not checked out our review of Haunting the Hill House, just go to movieguyspodcast.com or movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. On the right side of the page, you will see all of our archives. Just click on Haunting of Hill House, and you'll be able to listen to that hour-and-a-half episode of the whole first season. We had a great time talking about it. I remember still to this day when we got done talking about it and I turned off all the lights in my garage. I thought the Ben Nick lady was behind me the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, but just to get off a little thing here before we get into one of the things that we continue to do throughout our, uh, to our yearly episodes here, some of the movies they reviewed this year are just freaking crazy. Like, like some of them I forgot. You know, like like I forgot this year we reviewed Mune, Moon and Mute. I uh, forgot about that. I actually forgot about A Quiet Place. I don't know if you guys remember reviewing that. We reviewed The sure Quiet do. Place. It was A Quiet sure Place. Do. Yeah, I, jeez, uh, it seems like the other ones that uh, were a while ago, like uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. It seemed a while. Uh, we did um, the shark stuff. We did the Blue Sea, Sharknado, the Meg. Yeah, God. You know, Ed- the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Our girl Maria uh, Griffin Maria, she joined hey. us for those. We were pretty, you know, pretty happy to have uh, guest host for those. You know, let's 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 talk about the shark ones, and then I want to talk about MCU real quick. Um, yeah, when we were coming up with the idea, Ed, you were fighting with me on the phone. You're like Jordan, why are you calling this the Bad Shark series? The Meg's probably going to be cool. And you and I were just going back and forth, back and forth. If you remember that conversation? And uh, and I'm so glad we called it the Bad Shark series because I'm sure Eric agrees the Meg was terrible. <laughs> I mean, what did you expect? I mean, I was expecting something, like I said, Sharknado, but more on a Hollywood scale. No, 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 it, see, this is where you, you got confused. This is why like a movie like uh, Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell... Which, is which a, we reviewed this year. Which we reviewed this year, Tremor 6, I guess. Um, where it's perfect because you know exactly what you're getting into with this type of movie and what type of movie it is. It's not trying to pretend to be anything else. It knows it's going to be dog shit. And, 
And it continues to fulfill that expectation for an hour and a half. You know what, though? I will say about that movie, the movie got one reaction out of me. It gave me the jump reaction. Not the jump scare. I was like, oh, I'm scared. It gave me the jump reaction of, where in the fuck did a second shark come from? <laughs> like, they did not even mention. Like, what? Oh, so that, that, that was the one. That was the one moment in that movie that was that was mostly tolerable. Mm. Was the, the second shark flopping across the the the, the, the boat? Right. Yeah. Uh, just oh god, some stinkers. And I just wanted to also let the fans know this too. Uh, in September of this year, we decided to do the Predator series leading up to the new movie, The Predator. And in that month. Predators, which was the third movie in the Predator franchise, was the most downloaded episode of that month. So I can't believe that. I thought it would be the first movie. But evidently, you fans, you who's listening right now, dug the third movie. So if you haven't listened to that episode, just go to the Predator series and check it out. But, okay, so now we'll get into something before we get into our awards at the end of the year. But... I uh, listened to our past two uh, yearly specials, and it kind of seems like a movie guy's podcast tradition. I don't know why we do this. We just do. But we have a list here of the top eight box office bombs of 2018. Did you check it twice? That's, <laughs> that was – I know. That was bad, everyone. It's, it's Christmas season right now. That was – I'm, I'm, I'm going to meet myself. Go ahead. Yeah. But before I do – I got two questions. Trivia. Eric, our first Movie Guys podcast episode ever was released the week before Christmas three years ago. It was just to test it out to see if we could do the show. It was the first episode released. Eric, what was the name of that movie that we reviewed? Uh, it's Okay, I'm, I'm coin flipping over the two. Was it either... Um... Uh, Force Awakens, or or was it Howl? Or which you got to choose, man? Gun to your head. Howl. You are correct, dude. <laughs> Howl was our first movie ever, and Ed will always famously say we had the director of the movie ready for an interview, which we do an episode, our first episode ever as Movie Guys podcast, and then the next episode was supposed to be an interview with the director. And then he just blocked us from Twitter because we bashed his film. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Lesson, lesson learned there, boys. <laughs> Whoops. Ed, what was the second of – so, okay, let's let's do this. Wait, no, no, no. Just like, like the, the fucking balls, dude, to, to give a director a sample, hey, come on on our show. Here's 45 minutes of us just, just talking about how much – you did yeah, what, what you did wrong. How much you didn't do what you were supposed to do. The, what that did prove, however, at the time was that people were listening to our show, and we didn't think they would at that point. <laughs> so I'm kind of just gonna point throw this out there that you know I kind of did all of us a favor. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know what though? I yeah, will... yeah, no one's gonna argue that. <laughs> I will uh, I will still always defend Howell in a little bit. The name I'm not a fan of, but 
I do like the concept, you know, train gets stuck in the middle of the woods, werewolves come to attack. Pretty cool concept. Was okay, then, but at stop right there. That's the end of it. The concept was, was tolerable. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, you know, <laughs> hey, cool idea, but, you know, they had some cool werewolf transformation scenes, which that's always cool to see, but, yeah, no, just not at all what I thought, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, so no, that was our that that was another movie. There was another movie, and we had, we did a few of them this year where all the pieces were there to make a better movie. They just they just fell into the wrong order and made it so the movie wasn't wasn't as wasn't what it should have been. You know, like that's, huh. that's basically what that what that was. I mean, skyscraper or sky scrapper would be one of them, <laughs> right? So let's go into our let's go into our top eight here. This is our only list of the show here. Let's go into our top eight box office bombs of 2018. Number eight would be Solo, a Star Wars movie with a budget of 250 million and grossed only 197 million domestically. Well, obviously that movie was terrible. It was exactly what we said it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was well, that was a filler movie. Yeah, it was, and it wasn't even a good filler movie because they filmed three quarters of the movie and then had to go back and reshoot it when it was funnier than Disney wanted it to be. So they fired the guys who directed it, and they hired Ron Howard, who's a good-ish director. Good-ish? Have you seen A Beautiful Mind? But uh, well, I'm, I'm, I saw that movie. Great have movie. Have Grinch? Uh, have you seen any movie in the past decade of his? Valid point. Valid fucking point. Uh, but, I mean... This movie, just like uh, the thing 2011 that we did, just in describing uh, the one before, these movies were like it had all the elements to make to to be a good movie, but they they fucked up because either they had to play it safe or they just were playing by someone else's rules. Mm. Number seven was a movie that we never even knew was released. It is a claymation movie called Early Man. It had a budget of fifty million and grossed eight point two million. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just a just a claymation movie, kind of like a oh fuck, like that something guy in Grimace ep- movies. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, first of all, shut your whore mouth. Wallace and Grimace are fantastic. No, that's that's the claymation style. That's what it is. Yeah, the stop motion. Yeah. Um, or oh, Wallace yeah. and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit, sorry. Well, those, yeah. those don't do you confuse well in, me. in the U.S. Those don't have the, yeah. Stop motion doesn't, doesn't have as, as much pull. Everyone likes Pixar now. Stop yeah, motion is too creepy for them. Number six is Gotti, the movie that was supposed to revive John Travolta's career for the fifth time. Mm. The movie was made for $10 million and only grossed $2.3. Oh, that's embarrassing. Dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it's because normally, to begin with. yeah, yeah, normally, normally gangster movies do well despite how good or bad they are, and, I, and I'm, I'm kind of sorry that that movie didn't do good because I, I love Kevin Conley. I think you know Kevin Conley in, uh, you know, in Entourage is my favorite character, you know, E, but you know I, I'm sad that it didn't do better for him. That um, that sucks. That's pretty bad. I mean, a ten million dollar budget and gross two point three million. That's that's terrible. Yeah, 
Uh, number five is a movie that I pushed, that Eric pushed, that we did not review, but it was still an interesting movie. Annihilation starring um, Natalie Portman. Thank you. I had a brain fart. It had a budget of $40 million and it only grossed $32 million. Damn yeah, shame. Apparently this is, it's, a, it's a franchise. It's supposed to be a sequel, right? Not well, it, was it was confusing as shit. It was. So I get I get it. Sure. Number four comes Eli Roth. I want to talk about Eli Roth for a second. In 2002, I was 15, 16 years old, and I know my horror at this point. I've seen all the horror franchises. I know it. And I know all the cliches. Like, I could write my own scary movie at this point, a la the... the you know, the goofball comedy scary movies. And Eli Roth comes out in 2002 with a little movie called Cabin Fever, which was everything that a horror fan wanted. It was great. It was a fucked up movie, man. And I remember I said to my brother when I showed him this movie, which he's three years younger, so I never should have showed him this movie. I said, this guy's the future of horror. He's the new Romero. How wrong I was. But he comes in and he directs Bruce Willis in Death Wish. And Death Wish is number four with a budget of $30 million. Now, I don't know why this is considered a bomb. Maybe because of Bruce Willis, but this is number four on Box Mojo. It had a budget of $30 million and grossed $48 million. I'm assuming it's a bomb because of Bruce Willis? It didn't make enough. Yeah, maybe it's projected to do more, but whatever, it's... Death Wish. Number four, Death Wish. I mean, that movie is a, a niche within itself. Number three, Sherlock Gnomes with a budget with a budget of fifty nine million. That's what it is right there. It's a budget Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those movies just like those don't seem to do well. If it's not if it's not Pixar, if it's not DreamWorks, then it ain't it ain't shit, right? Exactly. Not number two was a movie I never heard of until we until I made this list from Box Office Mojo. Number two was a movie called The Hurricane Heist. I remember seeing ads for this. This movie looked horribly trashy. It's exactly what it sounds like. They're going to do a bank heist during a hurricane. During a hurricane, it had a budget. Ed, you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. And it had a budget of thirty-five million. Grossed six point one million. <laughs> and you know I, I'm kind of uh, again I'm going to feel bad because I'm the guy who made Triple X and the first Fast and the Furious movie and Dragonheart which I fucking love Dragonheart I don't like Fast and the Furious he was a director of that movie so he was yeah like it's kind of disappointing that that dude made this movie I guess the Dragonheart really wasn't that good either but I just love it no it was not you John Connery Dragonheart right yeah yes Yes. Yeah. Bad. I mean, I, I, is it my best saying it's the greatest movie in the history of the world? I'm no. Not, I'm judging you. Yeah, but I, I I enjoyed it. And, you know, Dennis Quaid was in it, too. So. Number one, box office bomb of 2018. Goes to a movie where my wife says, oh, Disney's making this movie. I'm not interested. Just like Mary Poppins. The number one movie box office bomb of 2018 is A Wrinkle in Time, starring Oprah Winfrey. It's hard to do books, man. 
with a budget of 130 million and only grossed 100 million. That's a, that's a lot of money only to make two million bucks. Not yeah, really. Barely covers the interest. Not even. Now, of course, like I said earlier in the show, that I'm the uh, schedule guy that was on the schedule until the reviews came out a week prior, and it was like, no, guys, we're going to change it up here. We were going to review that, fans, at Movie Guys First. We were yeah, going to review glad, it. I'm glad we didn't. Because we want to give everybody who's listening to this show great content to listen to. And if all of us are just sitting there and bashing a movie, we don't want you to be bored. We want somebody to like something. But I can tell you, I have no interest in seeing this movie at all. Yeah, and the person, I forget her name, but the woman who directed it did uh, Selma just a couple years earlier, and it was an Oscar nominee for Best Picture of the Year. And you go from Best Picture to very, very quickly losing losing money with Oprah fucking Winfrey in your movie. M. Night like, how does that happen? M. Night <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and by Shyamalan, we'll talk about him here coming up in January for our M. Night Shyamalan Bruce Willis retrospective. But I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Rick Time did that. Um, I actually thought it would be Ready Player One. I don't know why um, I thought that, but I just thought it would be. Yeah, fuck that movie. Yeah, but we're going to talk about it because we're going to talk about our movie guys, our other thing that we do, our tradition, our movie guys year awards. Now, I want to specify this just very quick for you, the fan who is listening, who may have voted or may not get a chance to vote. This is not the Oscars. We do an Oscar special in February. This is just the films that we reviewed. We made simple categories for these films, and we lived it and we leaved, left it up to you, the fans who are listening to this show currently, to, uh, to go on the website. And to vote. This is not my vote. This is not Eric's vote. This is not Ed's vote. We did not vote. This is for you. So all 8,200 of you, thank you before we leave the list. Right, Eric and Ed? I mean, 8,200 of them voted. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's, a record. that's a record. That is by far a record. So thank you so much for going to the site this past month and voting. But here we go. We'll go with the bottom of the tier right now. Best Screenplay Award for 2018. This is the fans' vote, not our vote. This is you. The nominees are for Best Screenplay, I, Tanya, Solo, A Quiet Place, Deadpool 2, and Infinity War. Ed, who do you choose to win Best Screenplay? Oh, who do I choose, or do I get to announce the winner? Is that what we're doing? You choose. Oh man, just just announce the, the weather. Don't don't. Yeah, just yeah, just yeah. Let's just yeah. Let's just. What I was going to okay. Of those movies, if I had to pick, I would pick I Tanya. I Tanya. Okay, because what I'm going to do here for the fans is I was going to have one guy choose and one guy announce the winner. I just wanted to see the difference of opinion. So Ed, you would choose best screenplay I Tanya. Of the of yes yes okay. I would I would have voted for I Tanya in our poll if were I allowed to. <coughs> Eric, who won the best screenplay of 2018? It's a, a quiet place one, and I I like that. I like I think screenplay is going to be that one. I Tanya was really good too. Don't get me wrong, but I also did really like Infinity War just because 
it, it, just the way everyone got screen time, man. Like it, everyone was the star in that movie. Everyone That's did. Really it. hard to do. It was really, yeah. That would have been really hard to do. And so it's kind of props to that. I, I think I would have done it for that one. <laughs> I will say this: I got the numbers. Ed called me about it, and I was wrong. I lied to him because uh, I was wrong. Ed said there has to be numbers, and that's when I figured it out and did some research, and I got the numbers for how many people have downloaded, and I'm sorry, number of people have voted, and also the percentage and the numbers. I, Tanya, was one vote away from tying A Quiet Place. Oh, wow. Wow. So just one vote. See, every vote counts. Yep, every vote matters. <laughs> Every vote matters. Remember that every November, folks. Every vote matters. <laughs> All right, what's so, the next one? Best makeup. So the next one is best makeup. The nominees are Bright, Ready Player One, Solo, and Venom. Eric, out of that list, who would you choose? Uh, I guess either Solo or, or or Bright, to be honest with you, because I, I feel like Venom and Ready Player One are just pretty much all CGI, all green screen. Not to say that Solo isn't, but at least uh, it has to, to kind of keep some of the old charisma of uh, special effects makeup. And Bright, obviously, it's because half, half the people were in work makeup the entire time. It was, it was pretty cool. Fucking um, fairies. So Fucking. Yeah, either one were pretty good. Ed, who actually won the best makeup effects? The winner is Bright. Absolutely the best choice, fans. You guys, you guys did a great job on that one. Number uh, three here, the best superhero film. This is interesting. The nominees are Ant-Man and the Wasp, Venom, Avengers Infinity War, and Deadpool 2. Ed, what is your opinion for the best superhero film of 2018? Hands down, my pick would have been Avengers. Infinity War. Yep, yep. Okay. All right. Eric, who oh, won that oh, one? Oh, yeah, come on. Let's let's be honest. That's Yeah, for sure Infinity War. I was I was actually going to say Venom, but that's me. I I enjoyed Venom, don't get me wrong, but I also enjoyed Deadpool 2 and I also enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp, but Infinity War was I I I I did more than just like that movie, you know? Yeah, no, it was great, and it's gonna. And for the fans who are listening, they just released it two weeks ago. If you have been begging and chomping at the bit to watch Infinity War on Netflix, it is coming to Netflix on Christmas Day. So, there you go. Worst film of the year. Here comes our favorite two categories. Worst film of the year. The nominees are The Happy Time Murders, Tomb Raider, The Meg, and The Predator. Eric. In your opinion, what is the worst film of the year that we reviewed? Oh, um, it was tough. I, I, I mean, I want to say Predator or the the Predator, just because it, it seemed like the only thing that made sense in that movie was the kills. That that's mm-hmm. basically just just kind of that's basically. I'm gonna go with that. I, I think everything else had at least subject matter to go off of or, or some sort of niche. I think Predator was was trying to go off of a, of a beat, and it just wasn't hitting. Uh, before Ed reads his pick, because this is our last two categories, I actually would have picked Tomb Raider. Um, that was yeah, I, I was debating yeah. that one too. I liked the games. Um, I did not. I was not sold on Angelina Jolie as Laura Croft. It just wasn't the two good movies. Was not good. Um, I fell in love with the remake game. 
So the girl who played Laura Croft was pretty much modeled after the remake game. I was interested to see what she would do. The movie didn't do anything for me. So my pick would have been Tomb Raider. Ed, what actually won, according to the fans, as the worst movie of the year in 2018? I'm sure it was a close vote, all because they're all almost equally deserving. But I think go adding in a little bit more high level of disappointment is what went into this. The Happy Time Murderers is our winner slash loser. Yeah. Of yeah that, was, that was fucking terrible. It just wasn't really surprising. I guess. The jizzing scene absolutely made me cry laughing out loud. <laughs> uh, the, there were some great one-liners in that one. I, I, hands down, 100%. I'll, I'll say there are some great one-liners. I just couldn't believe it. This was the first time, so... Um, before we get into, I'm just gonna just tease it a little bit here. We're not we're not gonna do our best film just yet. I just want to tell this quick story. But uh, some fellows at work that I hang out with know that I do movie guys podcast, and um, they knew that day that I was gonna go see Happy Time Murders to get ready to review the next day for our review. So they wanted to go with us. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna review this movie? We want to hang out, you know, and hang out with you. You drink a few beers, watch the movie, you know." And they go see the movie, and two out of the three come up to me after the film and say, don't ever ask us to review a movie with you or, or do anything. Uh. Terrible. <laughs> so I, I, I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, so let's get into the last film here, the best film of the year. The nominees are Venom, Avengers Infinity War, I, Tanya, Deadpool 2, in Bohemian Rhapsody. Eric, what would be your choice? Well, I think I, Tanya, is a disadvantage because it came out at the beginning of the year, but I really like that one a lot. But Infinity Warp was, is the winner. Like, it's just, that's the, everyone was talking about it. It, it, it just handles multiple storylines very well. It, it was just, it's, it's meme worthy too. It just won. It just yeah. won. The year. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I would have, yeah, if I, I, of our, of these, I would have picked I, Tanya as well. And who won? Oh, Avengers. Eric already announced it. Avengers, yeah. yeah. So according to you, the fans, Avengers Infinity War is the best film that we have reviewed in 2018. If I want to give my two cents in, I would say Bohemian Rhapsody was better. Um, somebody on YouTube, I don't remember the person's channel, but you can find it on YouTube, did a side-by-side -side comparison of the performance of Live, of Live Aid, and it is fucking shot for shot. Oh, I'm oh sure absolutely. They yeah, they did a great job with it, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, film of the year for me would be Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, but, hey, the fans have spoken. I cannot argue with the fans. I mean, they have spoken. Film of the year has been Avengers Infinity War. So, I think we got some pretty pretty knowledgeable and intelligent film-wise fans. So, you know, they definitely, I don't think they got any of them wrong. No. I mean, I, at the time murders, I would definitely agree. I think Meg was in there. Uh, just a little uh, side note here. For the worst film of the year, Tomb Raider had no votes. Ah. So nobody thought it was the worst film of the year. Bunch of fanboys. There was not a single vote for Tomb Raider at all. 
And between Bohemian Rhapsody and I'll Avengers, on the website, then. not as close as the best screenplay, but they were only four votes behind. Bohemian Rhapsody was four votes behind to take over as the film of the year. So there's that. Well, so, like that then. Yeah. But before we close out our show, without getting emotional or sappy, I'm going to take this time just to talk to you, the fan who has listened to this episode real quick. And I would like to have everybody, if they so choose, to speak their opinion about it. But it has been a wonderful time reviewing movies with Eric and Ed. Um, I know that everybody and their brother can do a podcast, uh, but uh, this has been so much freaking fun. Um, We have gone through uh, the ringer doing these for three years, uh, trying to figure things out. And we sit there all the time. And I'm not bullshitting you. I'm speaking to you, the fan, that we try to figure out what we can do for you because that's what we matter. We love doing this show. I could talk to Eric and Ed every day about movies. That's not a problem. I talk to them for hours, five hours. You already kind of do. Right? (laughs) That's fun. That's fucking fun. But to sit here and do it for you guys who are listening to this show, I greatly freaking appreciate it. I really, really do. Because it's just fun to know that other people are out there listening to what we say, uh, agree or disagree with our opinions. Um, And it is fun to hear what you guys had to say. And it is awesome that we decided this year to do this voting poll. So you, the fans, 8,200 of you voted for our awards. And that's really freaking cool. So without getting so sappy and amount of cheese on top of it, I just want to say personally, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Eric and Ed and I are planning on giving you an amazing, amazing 2019 Eric, do you have anything to add to that? I, I mean, how can I top that, Jordan? <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone. It's always uh, uh, do it for fun, and, and to have something like this definitely reassures everything. It's, it's flattering, to say the least. Oh, flattering. That's a good word. Very flattering. Ed, do you have anything you want to add before we close out the show tonight? Yeah, I just want to thank you guys for a great year. Thank those that have, that have joined us for interviews co-hosted uh, co-hosted episodes and you know again most importantly thank y'all for for downloading us and listening to us you know the the tens of thousands of you that do we uh we, we did not expect that number uh but you know it's it's actually given us motivation to give you like like Jordan was saying a uh, a much bigger much better and uh much more awesome 2019 so we're looking forward to it And just a little side note here for you, the fans, and for Eric and Ed, they do not know this, but the top two downloaded episodes of December of this year is The Thing 82 and The Thing prequel. Thank you for checking out those episodes, everybody. Thank you. You say for December, dude? Didn't we do two episodes for December? Yeah, I know. Uh, The Thing in 1982... Um, has the most download episodes of the month. 
and and second place is the thing prequel. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. So, so, so far, it's doing pretty good. So we want to say thank you again. Thank you so much. Uh, we really do appreciate it. We, we, we are excited to talk about year four, and we'll give you some awesome content. But for Eric and Ed, thank you guys for joining me. And like always, check us out at movieguyspodcast.com, movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. You can download this episode and many others on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, and also on Spotify. Just search Movie Guys Podcast. And also, if you are if you are if you have an Android phone, just go to Podbean and download the Podbean app. Search Movie Guys Podcast, you'll find us. Also, if you have an Apple phone, just go to your iTunes or your podcast app, download Movie Guys Podcast. And if you uh, feel a little squirrely, email us at Movie Guys Podcast, the number one. Just Movie Guys Podcast one you got at gmail.com. You got to yeah. give the home address? Yeah, so you can talk to us about your feelings and your opinions about everything that we have done. There's some great news coming up in 2019. We will not talk about it here. We're waiting until that day comes. We are excited. I'm excited. I know Eric and Ez is, is definitely excited. 2019 is going to be an awesome year. I'm excited as shit, so we cannot wait to give it to you guys. But we'll be back for one more episode of 2018. We will be talking about Aquaman. This will be interesting. Aquaman is our last film review of 2018. Hopefully we edit with a bang. Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me. It's always a pleasure. And we'll talk to you, the fans, at MovieGuysPodcast.com later. Thank you.